Hello, my name is Aide Jadeum. If you're just joining us today, the uh, today this is the Godly Council podcast. So thank you for joining us. So um, like I always say, we are part of the um, body of Christ that is teaching, admonishing, and preaching the truth of Christ. So we are not just saying we are the best or we are the only. No, no, no. We join forces with every other churches and denomination ministry that is ensuring that. The word of God is being taught in truth and in spirit every week. So thank you very much for your time with us. So the last week, um, don't mind, I was just rushing. So the last week we started um, the spirit of an immoral woman, which I intended to make it one part, but um, uh, the Holy Spirit took over and then um, I'm here doing the second part of the one message that I actually put out there but I just needed to give the balance because um, a lot of people need to hear the truth. So um, so and then the next message that will be coming is gonna be the message of the reason for the Christmas. So we can understand Christmas, we can understand what it means, we can understand what God expects of us. So knowledge is actually profitable for everyone that seek after it. But I will advise to seek for the golden knowledge. The knowledge of God, the knowledge of Jesus, the knowledge of the Holy Spirit, the knowledge of the kingdom. So it says seek first the kingdom every right thing. It's talking also in knowledge. Before you get all the masters, the PhD and all that, yes, but seek first the kingdom of God also. Because at the end of the day, those ones will help you to get a space here on earth but the ones that will show you an opportunity in heaven is uh, the knowledge of the kingdom so let's quickly say a word of prayer heavenly father we thank you we give a praise we bless your holy name thank you for the opportunity to teach your word again father we pray that the agenda of the enemy shall not prevail in the mighty name of jesus Lord, let the hear and not hear the day and me, but let them hear you through me. And the speaker is a sinner, Lord, have mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. And the hearer is also a sinner, Lord, have mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, and thank you, Lord. And in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Okay, so um, the scripture we're reading or we've read last week, but uh, I just want to take it again. Um, that's a uh, Proverbs 7, 4 to 5, they amplify a version. The version says, Say to skillful and godly wisdom, You are my sister, and regard understanding and intelligent insight as your intimate friend, that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the foreigner who does not observe God's law, who flatters with our smooth words. So um, we talked, we did a lot of introduction about the immoral woman explaining. But now, one of the things we didn't do, which I'm doing now, is to actually talk about the immoral woman. So, like I said, it's not a woman; it's a spirit. It's a spirit. So, and in the realm of the spirit, there is no man or no woman. So, we just needed to see the characteristics of what makes this person. And like I said last week. That the spirit, a body without the spirit cannot function, and the same thing, the spirit cannot function without the body. And then, whatever goes into him is not what causes him to sin; it's what comes out from him, explained by Jesus. Because the, when a man dies, when you look at the skull, you see what makes up the brain. 
but you can't see what the person was thinking all through his life even though you put it nursery or connected to any technology you can't see it so it's the same as the heart you can't see what's going on but you can see the flesh you can't see what the heart looks like but you can't see what the person so that is the work of the spirit and uh, that pr projects whatever it is in our mind so but we need to now know that when you or when you see someone that carries the spirit and like i said it's not just a woman or uh, a lady but it is both man and woman so when you see this characteristics in someone or you see it around your life then the spirit of the immoral woman is in you it's in you but don't be frightened there's antidote and the antidote is Jesus' is repentance and redemption and then deliverance from every spirit that is not of God in your body. So but we just needed to look into it and when you see it around, please and please it's not condemnation. Just say, oh so you're carrying the spirit of the immoral woman. No, pray for them. Pray for them. Spend our prayer room should be and I'm not talking to you alone, I'm talking to myself also. Our prayer room should be more of intercessory. When we come to the prayer and we pray for people that are possessed with this or they are living a life that is not pleasing to God and at the end of it we know what will happen to them. So the first characteristic of the spirit of of the spirit of the immoral woman is looking for the youth. Looking for the youth. F that's why I said it's not a man or a woman, just a man or a woman. Even the culture and the system looks for the youth. A culture can be filled with the spirit. Don't you hear when Jesus, when the devil was telling Jesus that he owns all the kingdom of the head. If you bow down, he will give it to him. Are you saying he's talking about physical places, palaces? Uh, no, no, no. He's talking about the system. He's talking about the culture. Because how will Jesus now go to from one palace to one palace and say, uh, God forbid, Jesus never had dared to that. But like, let's say for a man that goes from one place and say, Jesus has given me this place. Jesus has given me the... No, no, no. It's a system. The system given to Jesus, uh, to the person that actually bowed down to the devil will now have access to all the kingdoms. So this some systems are so when i said looking for the youth you should be some things like some should be ringing in your mind i remember one several years ago channel o was asked that you actually have influence on this youth he said no it doesn't that he owns them he said channel o owns them so it means that there are spirits that want to own our youth you know why because that is where the strength is that's where the innovation is Oh, you worry that now in average of put ten people that comes with innovation and creativity in tech space, in um, um, oil and gas space, in entertainment space, in movie. Look at them. Eighty percent of them are still youth because of the strength. The beauty of a woman is in her youth. The sexy part of a man is in his youth. There's a way you're going to see a 50-year-old woman and you say, oh, it's sexy. You can't, but it's not going to be when you see a lady in her 20s, in her 30s, and no, by God, you are going to just say, you will choose this one. Why do men go for, why do men go for younger women? 
You've seen man in his 50 running after a lady at 24 or 20s or early 30s. Why? Because that's it. The spirit is always looking for the youth, he's looking for the strong, he's looking for someone with strength to be able to manipulate. Because at that point, you're going to do a lot. Look at the footballers, the athletes. They've begun to win from their 18, 19, 17, if you're lucky enough. And then by the time they're getting to 30 something, they're already dying down. And then at most they live 40 into the athlete's life. And that's all. Because at that point, that's where the strength is. That's where you can get one athlete and make sure you bat the hair one side or you braid the hair one side or you get them to wear something that packed everything about the body and they're playing techniques, they're playing because they said they need to free their body. I get all this. And they make the competition tighter that is started bringing in pride. And they've started making people above this age that I've not met up with, that I've not met, uh, that I've not met that level to start look, making themselves look like a failure. It's always after the youth. Your children that are two years old, three years old, four, five years old, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, are going to become that youth. But that's where we need to be careful. The spirit of immoral romance is looking for youth. It's preparing them from childhood. Is preparing them from he or she is preparing them for from the cartoon age, is preparing them from the video games, is preparing them from the people they meet in schools, is preparing them from people they meet outside, is preparing them from the games that they love, is preparing them from the way we treat them, the way we caution them or correct them when they do something that is wrong. So that when they get to the youthful age, they cannot deny. Proverbs 7, 7, Amplified Version. And among the naive, the is experienced gullible, I saw among the youth a young man lacking good sense. One of the things that we need to put in, in perspective is this. A lot of companies, when they say someone that just finished in university, just finished school, and they're looking for a job, has not gotten their years of experience. Um, they tend to like gamble on it to take the person based on what the person has learned from school. But what fine the job role and if company can meet up with the salary payment, they would have preferred to take someone that is more experienced in that area. Why? Because experience is the good sense that the youth doesn't have. fresh in life. That's why when you see some musicians, for example, they are youthful age and they can they begin to possess different characters. When they now grow older, they now start coming down because they are now gaining experience and good sense. So this spirit quickly wants to build into you as you're trying to get experience and then good sense. It begins to start to build into you so that you won't have that time to say because beyond the experience and good sense it's better to have good sense because it will give you both it will give you what? both 
Praise God. So this place is looking for the youth, the strength, the energy. And there's a youthful age. If you're a producer working in a production company, you will produce more than any holder because you have the strength, you have the energy. So I want the devil is planning to produce to ensure that no man or woman on earth calls on the name of God and doesn't give their life to Jesus Christ, which is so impossible. Very, very impossible. So the second one, because I have about seven of them and I'm looking at my time as usual. <laughs> Appealing appearance. Proverbs 7, 10, Amplified Version. And there a woman met him dressed as a prostitute and sly and cunning of hearts. Appealing appearance. I can tell you that there is difference between good looking and appealing. Appealing, when you say an appeal, an appeal is begging somebody or appealing to something so that the person or the thing can be accept you. You appeal. So when you use appeal, the legal term is that you, you are not satisfied with the judgment given, so you are appealing it so that you can get the right judgment. In, the, in, in other words, you are putting in a force to ensure they get what you want. Or you feel you deserve. So the appealing appearance is different from looking good. Looking good is look good and people appreciate you for looking good. But appealing appearance is what will make a lady to ensure that all her loves that a guy can literally. Sometimes I, I, I as in oh, Jesus Christ, help me here. So I. I want to actually take a lot of time to teach this and to help a lot of young people. I want to help. I'm young, I'm very young myself, and I want to help a lot of people. Our appealing appearance is actually causing chaos in pride and sexual immorality. That's the major places. Pride. And sexual moralities. Pride in the sense that when you appeal, when you appear to people and you feel like you are meeting up with the standard of what the appearance should look like, there is a pride in you. Because what you are looking for is to outshine in the area, in the presence of everybody. And Jesus told us that whoever wants to be a leader must become a servant first. So it means that you're not looking to be outshined. You're not looking to be seen, to be focused on and live everywhere. Because that's what pride does. See me, I'm here. I'm the one here. I'm the one in charge. I'm the bigger person here. That's what pride is saying. And sexual morality is the ultimate. And the, the reason why I, I smile when I pick this topic because it is, it's a time-consuming it's not time consuming, I don't want to use the first time consuming. It's time learning. For the sexual morality, if you're on, if you know 
it is for a person and another person coming together and being joined together in the spirit. In the spirit. Meaning that if I'm a man, I join with another woman. Whatever spirit I'm carrying or whatever spirit the woman is carrying is going to join together with my own. I will become one. And this is the reason why God advised us to ensure that we come to his altar and receive his blessing. So that in the process of receiving the blessing, the spirit of God in the woman, the spirit of God in the man, and they come together and they uh, become one in the spirit. So, but the moment we are not doing this and we decide to do it outside God's blessing, it means that at that moment, is either the guy is free of a spirit at that moment, or the lady is free, and then the evil spirit or the demon spirit and the spirit of the immoral woman will take over the true body, and that is what is going on. And I'm gonna tell you something for free. If there's a way that currently there's a prophecy, and not if prophecy, this is what is happening in the realm of the spirit. There's a war going on. The war between um, the enemy knows that the time is short. So he's doing a lot of things to even fight the war. The only true king, which is Jesus Christ. To even fight him, the lamp of God. To ensure that he doesn't win any man or woman to, to himself. And then the way the spirit is working is to ensure that he gets enough people united in the spirit to be able to begin to do their business and get more people. It's like evangelism field for the enemy. And I'm not going to say more than that because I don't want to confuse you and take you out of what we're discussing. So, the appealing appearance is a very, 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 very long topic but the truth is it is it you see a lady will dress and the moment you come close as a man or a woman all you're thinking is sex And yet we keep, and you know one of the things we can easily give an emotional excuse. I want to be accepted. I want to be seen. This time I started wearing the skimpy skirt. I got a lot of guys asking her for my number, which I have not done, has not happened before. That's why it gives room to pride. Because you want to matter. Because any man or woman that cannot control his or her self-esteem or that has that dealing with low self-esteem will result into pride. So the appealing appearances always want to... Marriage doesn't care this because you are a married woman then you want to now start changing. Look at the married woman. I, I have... You know, you meet some people, you say, oh, you're married, but yet they are. So because you know the person, is a, is a moral spirit. It's a moral woman spirit. That is trying to take over many bodies as possible. And that's why the lady... Now, for example, let me just quickly give you a, a, a good illustration. A lady is married 
dressing appealing and then she's still in her youth and maybe she and her husband were not having one or two emotional issues they're having and then she's appealing and dressing as a guy you seems nice it seems cool it seems like you are attentive it seems like you have what it takes to solve the problem she's having with her husband then this is the spirit of rebellion this is a useful age and this is appealing her parents and the lady now decided to because she's looking and you saw her you started getting close and of course you find out that she's married but yeah something is telling you that ah, the appealing parents that i'm seeing can get still get me something and yet put off it finally ended up something and the woman started feeling guilt of course the devil is going to come to tell you that what they did is wrong even though he pushed you then from there you're going to now call on the lady uh, start going to your husband's house or something will happen or you're being caught in the act and the marriage is scattered and trust me the bloggers of the media will quickly pick it that oh there's no good marriage a woman was caught cheating a man was caught cheating with his woman's sister or this thing and to not even make it towards they might say as a pastor or as a church person and the people reading it they started getting a perception and a conviction that no ah no there's no faithful marriage anywhere no matter how you do it it can never be faithful If I should elongate the illustration, it will cover one million. That one thing will get to one million people. Well, what to do to our body? So let me quickly rush my time again. Rebellious in nature, very rebellious in nature. Always want to say it's my own will. Always going against authority. Always going against anybody that is older. They are always rebellious in nature. That spirit makes them rebellious in nature. Then pattern and socialization. Pattern and socialization is not bad. But when it becomes to result in urges and a way of life, when that is the only thing that comes to mind anytime you have a downtime, that's the only thing that makes you happy. No, that's it. He said, well, the joy of the Lord is my strength. He said, be filled with the world, with the spirit of God. And the world, it will resonate your joy. It will resonate your joy. It will resonate your joy. Then the fifth one is going to shock you. Great giver towards immorality. <laughs> Great word giver towards immorality. So Proverbs 7:14 amplified version. I have peace offered with me. Today I have paid my vows. Peace offering. To have to sleep with an immoral woman. <laughs> peace offering is actually mentioned in the Old Testament during the time of the Israelite when God put it as a commander to give peace offering. So there's a great giver towards immorality. I don't know whether you've seen it before. You see a guy, tongue-speaking person, going to church, believer in Jesus Christ, who is always hard to give. Then you see someone that was call his friend, go to bar, take a lot of alcohol, and will buy all the bottles for them, and will take them out and will buy, and is a giver. That's it. Encouraging more people to be like. Then number six is full of enticing words. 
full of enticing words. Oh, Calabardo Shatter, you are going to be enticed when you will meet someone carrying the spirit. You will see, you, sometimes you don't know when the idea will be coming from. And when you say this thing to this person, it's going to get this person this. And you feel it's all spirits. All you feel is your skills and your knowledge. No, it's not true. Then the last one is what hide under the disguise of love, which is one of it. It said Proverbs 17, verse 18 said, Come, let us drink our fill of love until morning. Let us console and delight ourselves with love. It comes in the disguise of love. And I love you. But we feel to go read what love is. Please read it. Read what the Bible says about love. Love is kind, love is patient, it doesn't say the wrong in others, it rebukes what well, I don't greet it. Love is kind. Read it. What love does. It does not rejoice in iniquity. You cannot love a woman when you are rejoicing in iniquity. It's not possible. We don't, Apostle Paul gave it to us clearly what love is and what love is not. And they call it the idol and this disguise of love. Proverbs 7 26 to 27. For she has cast down many immortal wounded. Indeed, all who were killed by her were strong. Her house is the way to Sheol. Descending to the chambers of what of death. Father Lord, pray this prayer. Don't let me fall into the hands of the immoral woman. Lebratos Lord help me. Don't let me fall into the hands of the immoral woman. Lord, help me. I will not die until I fulfill the call God placed upon my life. I will not die until I fulfill the purpose He has called me to. Don't let me fall into the trap of the immoral woman for my life. Pray, pray, pray. I shall not fall into the prayer of the immoral woman in the mighty name of Jesus Christ to pray and I decree upon you that you will not fall into the hands of the of the hands of the immoral woman in the mighty name of the spirit of the immoral woman in the mighty name of Jesus and then I pray also that every agenda the spirit of the immoral woman is having over your life I uproot it in the name of Jesus Christ. I uproot it in the name of Jesus Christ. I command to be uprooted in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So if you just pray the prayer of surrender and saying you want Lord Jesus to become your Lord and your Savior, it's a very short prayer, but you need Jesus. Like we said, you say without Jesus, Satan, but please choose Jesus just like um just like um, the Bible told us that there's, thought, there's life and death in the tongue, but He urges us to choose what? To choose life. So please choose life. Then choose Jesus. So say this prayer after me. Say, Jesus Christ, I believe in my heart 
and I confess with my mouth that you are my Savior and King. Come into my life today. Be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And I pray the hold of sin is broken in the mighty name of Jesus. The hold of sin is broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Father. And in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen.